The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Wake me up, wake me up. Wake up, wake up, wake me up. Oh, wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the oh. Oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Wake up and stop yawning. It is R&R in the morning. Rudy J, James Pledger, the DH is in the building, our digital hero slash designated hitter, making sure the YouTube is flowing. I hope that you YouTubers like, you know, the little touches that have been added, you can, you know, we're showing highlights and stuff, we're actually looking like, like somebody, you know what I mean? I like aesthetics. We've always been somebody, Rudy. Yeah, we're just more of somebody, I don't know, we just, just got more clothes now, right? I guess we've always been somebody. Just got a little bit more. We got a little bit more dressed up here. But uh, as as always, every day at seven o'clock, we talk silver and black. Talk about the Spurs. And if you miss any of it, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hey, you know, go and check it out. You can find it in the archives at sasportstar.com. dot com. Uh, no, I did not. So we got to we got to fix that one. Spurs in Portland tonight. Then they're in Portland again tomorrow. I like the NBA, what the NBA is doing. The NBA actually, when they say player safety, they actually mean it. Unlike the NFL. Like, oh, player safety. You know how you know what we're gonna do for player safety in the NFL? We're gonna add a game, but not add a bye week. <laughs> Even though in college you get two in twelve, the NFL can't find a way to give you a second bye week in seventeen. But they like player safety. The NBA, a lot of times now, when you go to a city, you stay there so you don't have to do it. it it's less travel. So it's less jet fuel, less up and down on the body. So the Spurs are in Portland tonight, and they're going to be in Portland again tomorrow. Popovich let us know after they lost to the Jazz, asked by Jeff McDonald about when being the back-to-back. Pop said, oh, he ain't playing the back-to-back. Looks like he's a go for tonight. Looks like, look, he's going to be out either tonight or tomorrow. Speaking of Victor Winbanyama, the man, the myth, the legend, who we knew we were going to get back on May 16th. And we're going to look at our year in review at 835. Some some sad things that went on when you go back to the beginning of of this year. I said last year, beginning of this year. And, and some highlights of this year as well. So we'll look at that at 835, a sports year in review. But uh, it was brought to my attention, speaking of the Spurs, one of the first things Pledge said to me when he got here was, Why do you hate Victor Wimbanyama? Yeah, he said, You're troll ass. I heard your troll ass yesterday. I said, Whoa. I said, Whoa. Can you say good morning? No, not, t- not after what I heard yesterday. <laughs> I, but he's like, Before you start berating me, can you say good morning? How you doing? Nope. What you got planned? He's like, Hey, I heard your troll last yesterday. He's like, Damn, it's 455, bro. So it was brought he to my. He didn't even put his bag down. I didn't even put my bag down. I ain't had no coffee. Um, he said, "Hey man, I heard you 
say you hate Victor Wimbanyama yesterday. And the reason why it caught my attention is because if Pledge heard it that way, then maybe some of you heard it that way. So maybe the conversation Rob and I had yesterday, maybe I came off as a little bit too hard on Wimby. Now, the, going back to yesterday, and you can find it, com if you missed Silver and Black Podcast yesterday. We are talking about Wimby, and Rob was just gushing. Like, man, he's a five-box guy. Oh, my God, it's just so awesome. It's just this. It's just that. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And I'm just not giving him credit. All I said was, I'm not impressed. I didn't say that. See what I'm saying? You acting like the, pull the tape? You're acting like the listeners now. You're hearing what you want. I said, Rob was like, he's a five-box filler every night. And I said, I'm not giving someone 7-5 credit for rebounds and blocks. That's all I said. Why do I have to be impressed with somebody that's 7-4 getting rebounds and block shots? If I want to, if you want to, I know a bunch of guys that are that height that can't do that. A, B, you look at his stats. I'm listening, and you compare them. I'm listening to LeBron's rookie year, Kevin Durant's rookie year, Zion Williams' rookie year. Oh my god, I'm listening. They're fantastic stats. Wimby's are comparable in ten less minutes a game, which is unheard of he has damn near the exact same stat line as they did their rookie years by the way their teams were also trash and had about three or four wins at they that didn't point have 20 too. something losses in a row near the spurs they snapped it before they got to 20 <laughs> you know what now you're being petty what now you're being petty you're being petty no, I'm just saying what Wimby is doing okay, is so he's amazing average. despite other organizations realizing that they use the aren't a getting word. him the ball. You're going to use the A word. You're using amazing. Yes. That's the word you're using. I'm going to use the amazing word. He's averaging 18 points, yep. 11 rebounds, one steal, and three blocks in only 30 minutes. Only. I said only. I, I heard myself. I'm just saying, Pledge, like, you got to really think about, like, okay, you we're, we got to think about where the bar is. Because, like, I'm not going to let you sit here and say, well, there's guys his size that can't do what he's doing. Okay, so I, I'm not going to, I'm not comparing him to Boban. To, uh, to Boban. I'm not comparing him to George Murasan. I'm not comparing him to those guys. I'm not comparing him to Rick Smith. So shout out to Rick Smith. I used to like Rick Smith's game. We were told. This is the biggest prospect, the best prospect in sports history. Not basketball, in sports history. I'm sorry, I'm looking for a little bit more. Now, if you want to blame, so you blaming his teammates for it not being a better performance? I'm blaming his teammates, I'm blaming Pop, I am blaming uh, the organization. I'm blaming him for not being more demonstrative. If he's demonstrative, then... I didn't mean... Maybe demonstrative is uh, the wrong word. No more demanding. Demonstrative is Terrell Owens. I don't want him to be T.O. We don't know what he's doing behind the scenes, though. Now we're going here. Now we're going to... We don't know what he's doing behind closed... Well, Pledge, I don't... don't, That ain't none of my business. Like, unless they bring it to the front, we don't know if he is saying, we got to get me involved. Because we heard this whole offseason, we're not changing my game, Right. We're not. Uh, they we're gonna wanted do to it. see it. They wanted to let him play and kind of figure things out. They figured things out. 
He's kind of settled into a hole, and I think that's what this first third of the season's been about. What's best for Wimby? Because we got to figure out what he is. They figured that out. Now we're into part two of the second third of the season, and okay, what actually fits around Wimby? Which is why you've seen Keldon go to the bench because mm-hmm. he obviously is ball dominant and mm-hmm. missing Wimby. So he is instant offense off the bench all of a sudden. And Pop said in his last presser, could be more changes if people don't change how they play. I got to start demanding consistency. I think that specifically, because you heard Devin also talk about, we're missing Wimby, we're missing me, we're, we're the ball's sticking, we're taking too many who dribbles. Talk, who are they talking about? I, we, Rob and I were trying to figure out who Jeremy Pop- Sohan. It can't, like, see... This is this is this drives me crazy about San Antonio. We used to want to blame Danny Green. You don't get to blame role players. We're not going to blame Jeremy Shohan. I'm not blaming a role player. I'm b- blaming the point guard, the guy who initiates. He's not the, the point offense. guard anymore. Pledge. It's now Malachi Branham. You want to blame him? I'm fine with. He's, I'm fine he's with Malachi. Partly to blame too. They're all to blame. But that's they on pop all because point guard. At that's some on point. pop then because Trey Jones should be starting. Wimby would be a lot more involved if Trey Jones was playing alongside him. Which is why I also said Pop's to blame, the players are to blame. There's a lot to blame. So they are figuring things out on the run. The first third of the season, they figured it out. The second third of the season, they're about to figure it out, and we'll find out a lot more as we get closer to the trade deadline. Yeah. And then the last third of the season's about, all right, run it as is. We're going to see who can stick on the roster at the end of this year. I just want I, I just want us to get to a point where we're 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 I'm tired of making excuses for everything when it comes to San Antonio Spurs. We've been doing that for the longest. Like we want to consider ourselves this sports town, yet we handle everything with gloves and we, we pat everybody on the back and we slap everybody on the butt. Like that celebration on May sixteenth, twenty twenty three at the Rupub, that wasn't that wasn't for this. That wasn't for this. And I forgot all about the fact that they said, hey, we plan on winning more games this year. First thing out of his mouth at the presser, just like don't go to Vegas and bet on us last year, was the first thing out of his mouth at his presser. And you're comfortable with coming in here talking about Malachi Branham and Jeremy Shohan. That's nope, who you go. That's who you're comfortable not, talking about. But I understand when they decided not to sign a veteran, there was a plan in place. And I believe that plan is in multiple steps. The first part of that step was, we don't know what Wimby is. So how do we best utilize him? What fits him best? And that's what this first part of the season was about. They found it. It's stuck. Now it's about what fits best around Wimby. I think Keldon's gone. I don't think Keldon's long. You see, I think I, I feel like Keldon is low-hanging fruit as well. I think Keldon's doing the best he can. I think I'm this, sure he is. No, but this but is it's the thing. about what fits now. I don't. I'm not. I don't know if Keldon is not a fit pledge. I just feel like Keldon is the low hanging fruit because we feel like anytime we call a team for a trade, they're going to want him in return because they know Wimby's not on the table and they know Vassell's not on the table. So the first name we throw out is Keldon Johnson, and we don't give him a real fair assessment of what he's done. No, I think Keldon's going to be a great NBA player. You're missing the point. It's about what fits best. That's the next part of this process that they're going through this year. As soon as they decided, no veterans, we're going to see what we have. Seeing what you have is seeing what fits 
with what is going to be the centerpiece of this team moving forward. That is Victor Wembanyama. And through the first third of the season, it was obvious the ball A sticks, Keldon's ball dominant, and there are times where he's not even looking for Wemby and trying to take it all on himself. Now, great attributes, but if you've got a guy who's supposed to be the guy, that doesn't mesh well with it. I'm just I'm just not ready to say amazing. I'm not I haven't been amazed. I don't know whose fault that is. We could play, we could throw fault around all we could throw fault around everywhere. I'm fine with that. I haven't been amazed yet. They, if you want to say there's some things that he's done that's amazing and there's some amazing plays that he's made, fair. There's a lot of NBA players that make amazing plays. Luka Doncic is playing out of his gosh darn mind. He mm-hmm. makes amazing plays. They're NBA. They're the one percenters of the world. So I haven't been amazed yet. Let's go to the phones. 656-3776, 656-ESPN. Let's go to Sean. You know the rule, Sean. You call, you get on. Talk to me. Hey, man, Rudy, you are absolutely right. I'm tired of sick coding it. Killing this trash. Damn. Uh, Devin Vassell, when his knee's good, he's all right. Um, Wimby is getting bullied by Markinson. You know what I'm saying? Just rip the ball away from him like he was a slender man, which he was. But let me tell you, I'm, I'm tired of it. Kevin, you was with the mid-range guys, Debo, and you still ain't got a, a, a mid-range game. What is going on, man? We need chipping him back, and this season was over, and we didn't get Fred Manfley. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate the phone call, Sean. I, I don't. I don't. First of all, I don't think Keldon Johnson's trash. Let's just start there. No, I don't. I don't okay. either. I'm not going there, Sean. I appreciate the passion. I appreciate the passion. I appreciate you calling. But this is what I will say. I what I'm reminding myself is he's 19, first year in the NBA. I don't. I'm not saying the ceiling. Even though he's seven four, seven five, seven three and three quarters, whatever the hell he is, I don't want to disrespect the kid. He hates being called seven five. Okay, I don't. Right, I don't want to disrespect him. Even though he's seven, whatever, his ceiling is still thirty feet up. He still has a bunch of room to grow. But just, just the the gushing that Rob was doing yesterday was like it was too much for me. It was too much for me on a team that's losing at the clip they're losing. Like, again, I'm looking at the Spurs schedule, and we have their wins circled. And it's easy to count. There's four wins. That's all. I was like, I, I can't get excited about that. I can't I can't sit here and tell you I'm amazed. Yes, there's some things he's done. I'm like, wow. But then I'm like, well, he is 7-4. No, I'm not giving him credit for blocks. He better be blocking shots. He better be getting rebounds. And again, the fact that they have look, the, you know, we just played it on the YouTube. Shout out to the DH. Just played it on YouTube. There's so many plays. Hell, again, Stacy King when they're playing the Bulls was just beside himself. Again, he's the he works for the Chicago Bulls. That's Stacy King, NBA champion. Stacey. and he's sitting there like, I have no idea what. And I'm paraphrasing. I have no idea what the hell's going on. Why they're not getting the ball to Wimpy. He was like, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, the dude was just standing there. Like, if he puts his arm up, throw him the ball. When Randy Moss would put his arm up, Tom Brady would throw it to him. This is Stacey King. Brandon missed him, too. I don't know how you 
Davis, a seven-four guy. Yeah, how do you exactly I, I just not don't see him in your field that. of vision there? Like he's yelling, throw the ball up to the rim. Remember, he hurt he's the Bulls in San Antonio by just throwing it up there. Come on, go get it, man. It's almost like the, his team is reluctant to throw it to him. Wembenyama is your number one guy, and everyone else needs to find their role after that. Because it seems like right now, just from watching this team twice now, is that. There's guys out here trying to figure out if I'm the number one guy. Yes. Am I the number one guy? No, I hate to break it to you. You're not. <laughs> let's talk. I hate to break it to you. You're not. Okay, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I work. We. I work in an industry. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the station. Well, I'll talk about this station. Talk about any station, any TV, any pod, any radio station. Ego. 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 Divas. I, I, you walk up to guys in the media at Radio Row, big time you. Everybody has an ego. If I'm on the Spurs team and this, and every question that I've had to answer since May has been about somebody else, I can't sit here and tell you I wouldn't go out there and be trying to prove that, hey, don't forget about me too. I can't sit here and tell you that I wouldn't be that guy. And I'm not saying it's right, Pledge. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying like every question I answered for the last six months has been about another grown man. And I'm like, yo, hold up. If I'm Keldon, I'm like, hold up. I went to Kentucky. I've been, I put in work in this league. This team paid me $80 million over the next four years. They did. I got game two. You do. I got game two. Like, hold on now. Like, I, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you pledge that I wouldn't be out there trying to prove my worth. And I think that I think there's somebody. I don't think the it's self. Is, I don't think by it's selfishness. Proving your worth, you're hurting. I'm not saying. I, look, pledge. I didn't. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying as how I would feel as a grown man as an alpha too. And you want to know? You want to know what that mindset is? It's, it's toxic. the mindset of a losing team that's lost fair. I'm, I'm, eighteen in a row at that's one fair. point. That's only that's won fair. four games it's, this look, year. I, I'll give you this because it's, it's, not, it's about me, not the team. It's not smart basketball to not throw the ball to Victor Wimbanyama. It's not smart. And that's on Pop because Pop said, hey, I don't want to overcoach right now. I want to just kind of let these guys fill it out and figure it out. But this is a great time now for Pop to step in and say, I let y'all do it y'all's way and look where it got us. I, 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 you know, it's kind of like when your mom gives you the keys. You know, she says, all right, I'm going to let you go to driver's ed. I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you drive the car here and there, and then you do something stupid. She says, see, I tried to give your ass some freedom, and you ruined it. So this is a good teaching moment for Pop. Like, hey, man, I let y'all. I remember, you know, and this is like a small sample size of it. In high school soccer, coaches like, you know, we had a couple guys that said, hey, coach, we want to play more of a passing game. We don't want to just do this. And coach let us do it. And it looked like it looked like ass. He was like, this is why I don't let y'all do those things. Because y'all can't. Because we can't. <laughs> so this is maybe where the Spurs are. Now, you may say, well, damn, Rudy, why would he wait 29 games to do this? The season's lost. Like, sometimes this is what you got to learn how to lose before you learn how to win. And this is a, I don't even, I'm counting the Spurs going from this year. What's happened in the previous years, they were go, going toward this. So I'm just going off it of now. It is a season loss, but now you get to bring, now you get to bring Devin in. You get to bring Keldon in. You get to bring in Malachi and you get to tell him every, Wimby must touch the ball. We are going to, he needs to be used how they use Joker. Yes. Use him how you use Joker. Cause you have a guy that in Victor Wimbanyana that is a willing passer like mm -hmm. Joker. You have a guy, Victor Wimbanyana, who has a, is developing a mid range. He can shoot the three. He can post you up. Use him like you use Joker. 
Now that you see, hey, guys, we're 4-25 and doing it y'all's way. Now do y'all want to listen? Now do you see why when the, the big man puts his hand up, we throw it to him and let him dictate the offense? It's a teaching moment. It's not a loss. It's a lesson. It's a lesson, but it's also a lesson in terms of, all right, you cooked. Yeah, they're cooked. This season's over. No, no, I mean you cooked. Keldon, you cooked. And we lost. And we lost. It's a teaching moment. Sometimes we need that. It's like, you know, your mom tell you don't touch the stove. Your ass touch the stove. You get burned, and she looks at you. I told you ass. Let's get one more phone call before we go to break because we got to get ready for RJ Ochoa. Let's go to Donald. Donald, you call, you get on. What's up, my man? Yes, sir. I'd like to talk about the, the plight that surrounded the San Antonio Spurs, man. I, I really do believe that uh, the problem is you have a whole bunch of players playing out of position on a, with the same roster y'all had when y'all were uh, team tank. They had the same mindset. They're still trying to, they're still, they're still auditioning for other teams. And, uh, I don't think their agents have told them, hey, you made the roster, man. Let's try to get some doves under our belt. But the, the major issue is we have players playing opposition. You have players playing for themselves. They're auditioning for a career, for their next contract. And, uh, they're, they're always going to be losing if you have all those best guys playing for arterial motives. And, uh, if, if the Spurs are really dedicated to keeping Wembenyama around for longer than his rookie contract, they need to make some uh, trades to get some actual guard play in there. Uh, Al Caruso would be on the cheap. I think I he'd like be a, a great addition. I love Caruso. I think um, if you don't want to bring Al Caruso, you can go down to Orlando and uh, bring in one of those uh, guards. Uh, uh, Cole. I do believe that uh, Cole's a good one. Um I would prefer in the dream world. I think Darius Garland would be a great addition to the Antonio Spurs team, but I just think the the asking price for that guy would be a little bit high. Right. Why not bring Jordan Clarkson? He's from San Antonio. And I think that'd be a good addition, maybe for a little bit cheaper price. Uh, but whatever you do, you got to bring in somebody that can dribble the ball and actually see other players in their same dang uniform. And right now, if I'm Evan Yellen, I'm looking at the clock because if they don't get things going. So, you know, San Antonio, like, the NBA is a type of game where it moves by you. You know, yeah. time is of the essence. You only yeah. got a small frame of time to actually exert your will upon the league yeah, uh, in right. your prime. I got and you, I Donald. Think that, yeah. Appreciate the phone call, man. Oh, look. You got to bring in a facilitator. Whoa, 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 time out. This is where he wanted to be. He's not looking at the clock at, after 29 no. games. He's no. not looking at the clock after 29 games. Where the Spurs messed up, they'll never, they'll never admit it. And I understand why they did it. They messed up not going after veterans right now. They did. We all were back and forth about it. Pledge and I were back and forth about it. We're like, hey, they should go after veterans. Then we're mm-hmm. like, all right, well, let's see. Let's see if we could develop the, you know, the talent that we've already acquired. And right now it looks like this ain't it. And I don't think even they think missed it the was, ball on that. It was part of it was about developing the talent they have. I think part of this, I think they knew all along that this year was going to be something. That's not true, Pledge, because Pop said they were going to win more games. You can't say both both things can't be true. I I believe that this year wasn't so much about like, hey, we're going to – it was about seeing what they have in the youth. It was about giving them the chance. This ain't it. And and it's failed spectacularly. But remember, nobody knew where Victor was going to play when he first got into the league. They still don't know where. I mean, right now they're playing him at center, but he said he don't want to be a center. Well, just do what you did with Tim Duncan. Lie to him. 
<laughs> Jesus. This is the Silver and Black Podcast. If you tell your buddies, if you missed it, they can go to San Antonio Sports.com, San Antonio SA, SAsports.com and check it all out if they missed it. Yeah, man, we'll see, man. It is what it is, but all I'm saying is if they don't win one of these two tonight or tomorrow, I don't know when they win again. That may be come down to when they play Detroit January 10th if they don't win one of these two because after these two Portland games, you got Boston here on – that's not that's not happening. Memphis is got on Detroit coming up. Yeah, that's what I said on December tenth, January tenth. Then you got Memphis. They're on fire with job back. Milwaukee, Cleveland, maybe. Then you got Detroit, January tenth. So we'll see.